0: Right now an old boy that's home on any stage. He's at home on stage with the Rolling Stones in Memphis or maybe Willie Nelson in Texas. Here is funky Charlie Daniels. Two, one, two, three, four.
1: This is Nevada Caldwell, host of NFR Extra, and this episode is dedicated to Charlie Daniels, the legendary country musician and icon, passed away at 83 on July 6, 2020. Where the NFL had Hank Williams, the NFR had Charlie Daniels. This man of great faith and conviction found a home in Las Vegas. He loved performing at the NFR and there was always an added level of energy any night Daniels was at the Thomas Samac Center. He would spend time prior to the dirt action shaking hands and taking photos with many of the competitors. He was larger than life and a true one of a kind. As Trevor Brazil said, they don't make them like that anymore. There aren't a lot of folks who strike awe in a world class rodeo competitor, but Daniels was one of them. The respect was shared between country legend and the rodeo stars. His songs and presence will be missed by fans, competitors, and event organizers. I was fortunate to spend time with Charlie Daniels in the summer of 2015 at his studio tucked away in the woods of Nashville, Tennessee. Charlie was producing It Don't Get No Better Than That, the song written from his love of the National Finals Rodeo. To watch Charlie and his band bring to life the lyrics with their instruments and chemistry is an experience that I will never forget. While in studio with Charlie, I had the opportunity to talk to him about his love of the NFR. Here, he shares his experience performing at the Wrangler NFR.
0: Incredible. Uh, it's just, and I never know what the peripheral stuff is going to be. One year they'll have the dancing girls, next year they got the fireworks, then they got the ropers, then one year they got steers running all around you, like you know. And it's just, I walk out there not knowing what's going on most of the time, but it's always that 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 raises excitement level, and it's always exciting to go out there. And of course, uh, Bob Tallman or whoever's doing the thing now playing in here, you know. And there we go, and it's hey. The king just got through singing big Vegas, Las Vegas, and here I am out here in front of all these people. It's great. It's absolutely, it's a great, great experience and something that, that I relish doing every year.
1: He talks about the importance of the NFR in Las Vegas and how hard it is to get a ticket.
0: I don't even know how, I think we were playing in Vegas before the road just started out there, weren't we? And kind of seeing it as it came to town and when it first started. Uh, I have seen it grow from something that it was possible to get tickets after you got to town. To be in something that it's almost impossible to get tickets if you wait until you do get in town. And I don't know what the process will be before you get there. I I usually uh do a performance at the rodeo or do a national anthem or something that, that I'm able to get in for one night, you know, and, and see the rodeo. Other than that, I'd be, you know, be standing outside trying to see through the window. Uh it's grown tremendously. I think Vegas is a, is a great place for the rodeo. I can't imagine it being anywhere
1: else. Here's an NFR tribute to Charlie Daniels from Las Vegas Events President, Pat Christensen.
2: Growing up in the 70s, I was a a big music fan and a big Charlie Daniels fan. I remember a concert he did at Milwaukee Summerfest on the lakefront and uh, the memorable thing about it was the fireworks going off behind him as he finished his set. So I didn't get to meet Charlie till 2001 when we started doing openings a little bit more uh, dramatic for the National Finals Rodeo, and we asked Charlie if he'd step up and be a part of that. And of course, it wasn't even a much of a conversation. He, uh, immediately, uh, he immediately volunteered. But Charlie had been playing Las Vegas uh, since 1985. He played the NFR all but one year. So 34 years out of 35 years, Charlie played the NFR. The so, uh, Charlie got to be such an icon with the NFR, and we looked at the NFL and the Hank Williams Jr. song, and we said, well, the NFR needs their, uh, they, we need our song. So we asked Charlie, uh, gave Charlie a couple of ideas about what we wanted, but instead of him using something that he had already done, created a whole new song for us, and uh, you're gonna hear a little bit of that right now.
3: Time to get the show on the road.
2: You know, my fondest memories of Charlie is after he would do an opening, he'd always come up to the NFR suite and I'd spend 15 to 20 minutes with him talking about rodeo and music. But for the most part, Charlie was a huge rodeo fan. And when he was here, he focused on the rodeo. Took that special time for him and he became a big fan of a lot of our contestants, but uh, Charlie Daniels epitomized, uh, Charlie Daniels was the icon, the musical icon of the National Finals Rodeo. Uh, He symbolized everything that is country, uh, patriotism, prayer, music, rodeo. Uh, Charlie Daniels was a rodeo. Uh, Charlie Daniels was the NFR. Uh, We will sincerely miss you, Charlie.
1: We had the pleasure of Charlie Daniels joining us on episode 17 in the fall of 2019 with myself and Robbie Hodges. Here is Charlie on NFR Extra talking about his love for rodeo and why the fiddle is his go-to musical instrument. Robbie, okay, I know we, we always say we got special guests, but yeah. there's no doubt about it. This guest is very special.
4: Yeah, you're getting this one for free. I just want you to know that. So I'm this was the reason that I took this gig out here. Instead of rodeo clowning this week, I came out here just because when they said,
0: think old Charlie's gonna be on here. So
1: Welcome to the show, Charlie Daniels.
0: Wow. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Well, wow. what a nice lead in there.
4: Hey, you're uh, the reason that Leonard Skinnard is playing again. I just want you to know that. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're the well, I tell you what, they are playing again. They're doing a great job of it. We played with them once so. in a while there. I know They're that.
4: Cooking along. I know that and we got some mutual friends there, old Sparky and everybody. And you know, he's become a big rodeo yeah. fan now. So,
0: uh he probably like come Sparky out Sparky should see. be riding the bull, you know.
4: He's about that size, we, ain't
0: we, he? We need to get him on a bull. He looks like a bull rider. He
1: does.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <He'll> like that. <laughs> You've
1: been coming here since day one. What is what is it like to be, well, a number one, you're you're a music icon? But you're a huge fan of the rodeo. What is it like to come to the National Finals Rodeo every year? Not even talking about performing, but you coming as a fan. What's it like?
0: Well, I am I'm a huge rodeo fan, I, and have been for a long time. And I don't the, the the problem I have trying to get rodeos is during rodeo season they tend to work on the same days I do, so I don't get the chance to go to very many. But to come to the best, the undeniably best rodeo in the world with the top 15 cowboys and cowgirls, the top stock, the top everything, the very top of, of, of the pile is the National Finals Rodeo. And to get to come and to go backstage and, and see some of the folks. I've got folks I've been seeing for years back there. uh, And, and to, to meet some of the people and, and some of the... Some of the older cowboys that i know and some of the newer ones coming along and then to go up and set to, to go out and entertain that crowd i mean that's always a thrill but then to go up and sit in a booth and watch this this rodeo unfold it's uh if you are a rodeo fan which i definitely am it don't get no better than that man that's so cool
1: you know we were talking to um on our podcast the oh man a couple of months ago we were talking to cody johnson and he was saying the same thing that here he is, you know, he's a country artist on the road. But what he loved about being having access to this was being around the athletes and being around the rodeo because he was such a giant fan. And well, he rode at one point, but yeah. it was more being a fan around the top stock, the top athletes, the top everybody in rodeo. Yeah.
0: Well, I just you know I I, I got old buddies that I see I only see once in a long while. Wow, you know, just maybe once a year at the rodeo and all. I run into. It's still a thrill for me to run into Donny Gay. You know.
4: Ah, that's funny. We're so interview Well,
0: him. him. <laughs> Why, are you really? Yes, sir. we well, yeah. tell him I he said hello. Best, oh, he's man. one of my heroes, man. I, I mean, I remember him sitting on, on top of some bad boys and and riding them. I mean, you know, I run into him there once in a while. I run into Hawkeye Hanson once in a while. Used to, and you know, I mean, just
4: oh, yeah. people that
0: I, I've known and 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 have been heroes of mine. That I have watched perform for many years, and that's a thrill. I mean, that's a thrill just to you know to, to, to run into these guys, but to watch to watch them perform. And I tell you what, the new crop's pretty doggone good, guys.
4: Yeah, Absolutely. they are. Sage and them guys. And I,
0: oh. Yeah, I mean they're just they're 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 tough. They're tough, and I, you know you got to. I don't know of any sport that it takes as much guts to be in as rodeo does. It's like you know they they that that that. The guy usually, you know, if you got a, if you're playing baseball or football or something, the guy on the other side of the ball, the other side of the field, whatever, has got some rules you got to go by. But that animal that you're dealing with, ain't got no rules at all. Exactly, he ain't got to do nothing <laughs> except exactly what he wants to do, which is to get you down on the ground and put a paw in your butt. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's, or, or you know, it to to know that you got a hundred thirty pound cowboy sitting on two pounds of bull. And he's twisting off and carrying on boys. You know, if I don't get your blood going, you're you you, you better make a, a make a reservation at, you <laughs> at the you're dead.
4: Well, now you talk about all them Charlie, but let me tell you something. You used to turn some old steers back for some buddies of mine over around Carrollton, Georgia too, you know, Johnny and all them guys. Johnny and, Daniel, yeah. I, did, and, I
0: used to we used to do that. I, I actually would turn it back to me because I was a healer. Well, yeah, well, exactly. I started learning how to rope. Everybody wanted to head you. That was the glamour part. I oh yeah. I well, just I just take that other end. I'm glad <laughs> I did. <That's laughs>
4: I can't believe you still got your thumbs and everything. You know, yeah, exactly. We go to the NFR every. You know, we do the autograph session. There's nine thumbs left in that whole bunch of thirty guys.
0: <laughs> 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 well, I believe me. I throw I throw down a rope. I throw down a rope for my daddy in New York minute, man. I didn't. It didn't
2: I had
0: no. Had no. No care about it all about, you know, grabbing one. If I, if it meant I got my thumb in the daddy, I'd always throw it down. But, you know, I I just had, of course I did it for fun. I didn't do it on the, on the, uh, you know, any kind of a, other than just jackpot, you know, around the neighborhood. Or well, from Billy Ray Green and them,
4: fun. they said you weren't so bad at it either. They said any time you entered, you would anybody want to enter with you, you'd sure catch some hooves, and uh, they <laughs> well, were sure proud I of was, back back our way, you know. And and just like when you used to do the rodeo there at, at Murphy's, I actually have three of your buckles from the Twin Pines Ranch Rodeo, They're well, uh, from the bareback yeah. riding. And uh, well, something. I have got one. I
0: won one. one. I got lucky one. I've Friend mine. We well, I don't know how we did it, but we stretched one faster than anybody else did, and that, that buckled. One of my proudest possessions, man. It
4: is. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to send you back one with Roger and Terry. I'm going to send you one of them buckles back that I won. How about well, that right your there? Well, Well,
0: you know, I, 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 would, I would absolutely appreciate it but I hate for you to give it up,
4: man. That's all right. It'd be worth it because I can tell everybody where I'm going when I'm sitting in the bar <laughs> out here in Vegas. Hey, Charlie totally got that thing back. So, you know, you're a cowboy to us. You may be a singer to everybody else, but you're a singing cowboy to us and, and well, we appreciate, appreciate you it. and
1: so charlie the hat there's a significant uh, reason for that hat that you wear how does it correlate to the rodeo
0: well actually i started you know I, I started wearing a hat on stage and i don't even i had i had an old black cowboy hat and i
1: don't know i
0: had to i i, I, I lay it i lay it to Keeping the stage like, lights, bus lights out of my eyes, but I just basically wanted to wear a hat. I just always love wearing a hat, so I took it to stage I mean, one night wore it and it got to be a, you know, it got to be part of me. Next time I did the album cover, I did a cowboy hat on the album cover. I've been doing it ever since, and uh, I just really, you know, I, I just feel like it's part of me. It's it's, it's a part of the, the lifestyle that I choose to wear. I mean, to live and the people that I that I choose to be associated with, and uh, you know, it, it just it just kind of personifies me. So. You know, I I just can't imagine going on stage without my hat. <laughs> I imagine.
4: You know, Tommy Crane used to have a hat on too, didn't he? Did uh? Oh yeah, yep. yeah. Kind of wore a hat. You better believe it. Boy, I miss him days a lot. And June, what Jams. a great guitar oh, player! What a yeah, great guitar. Was, yeah, that's Sparky loved was, him too, he was, and he was he always tells yeah. me about y'all, you know, and stuff. Golly,
0: I can't. Sparky's agree. good guy. He I really it all the time he worked with me. He's, he still, I still, I still got his phone number, and I called him up once in a while. Do yeah, I
4: do. Too. Hey, brother, so, what's so, oh, happening? Yeah. Hey, brother, you know yeah, he is yeah, the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. got him quite a little gig for you, didn't he?
0: He did a great job for me. And I just, I was so glad to see him get that. He left, a, he left with a, a group called Hot Apple Pie. They had a record deal, and uh, they went out. and He came to me one night and talked to me about. He said, "Charlie, I got a got a shot." You know, I said, "Well, you know, take it. Go, go, go get it." Yeah, and. uh so it didn't that didn't quite work out but then then the skinner i heard he got the skinner deal and I that that's i mean that's so great and he's so good there man he's so not every guitar player in the country would fit in with thunder skinner band. no you know but sparky fits like a hand in a glove man. he does he does a great job great. and i've been playing with those guys since they first had their first record we've been working together that's back some many many years ago I know. and he he fits well. They've had a lot of heartache in that band. Had a lot of,
4: well, that's a the lot cowboy way anyway. Like you know, tragedy no any doubt day, about it. but
0: every time they get knocked down they get back up. If you get back up one more time you get knocked down, you're a winner.
4: You better believe that's the rodeo. You way, get on, right on one
0: there. you get on you get on one you get on one No matter no difference how many throw you get on one that don't throw you you're you're a winner in my book. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: So Charlie, I why why the fiddle? Out of all the instruments, what, what what's up with the fiddle? What, why is that your go-to? I mean, there's got I uh, When easy. I first started,
0: when I first started playing back during Abraham Lincoln's time, <laughs> uh, <laughs> was, I started with guitar. I started playing and learning the chords on guitar, and, and I played it for a while. And I, I just always, I don't know, I've been always been adventurous about doing stuff. And I started playing a man and one day somebody showed me the fiddle, and I come to find out that the same, the, the fiddle keyboard and the mandolin keyboard because course you pick one and bow the other one but they are the same if you put your fingers in the same position to play a fiddle did you do a mandolin so i had to try it and i kind of got addicted to it and, and, and you know all these years i've been playing fiddle i have held it wrong i push too hard on the bow i hold the bow wrong i do everything wrong but it works for me i get a kid come up and ask me sometime i try to about by playing fiddle i said don't look at me <laughs> don't do it like i do it you know go look at mark o'connor or some of these guys yeah. do it right because i don't do it right but it and it works for me it makes my my sound and and you know what i do but uh i absolutely if you look at the way i hold the fiddle, the way i play it the way i push down on the bow and everything i do it everything wrong but i ain't gonna change it now but do it yeah, maybe
4: maybe if you practice up you'd be all right at it wouldn't you say yeah, well all, you know like, I'm gonna the, try. like the bull riders say you can't bat just like babe ruth you can bat as good as babe ruth you know and <laughs> i think everybody else is wrong
1: and you're right charlie to be honest That's with right. you don't know, you guys
0: <laughs> okay i'll take that i like that right. <laughs> well
1: there's one more thing that we want to touch on here this is and first of here. all thank you for joining the show this is you know well, listen to you talk and, and stories is fantastic um, but there's other things, you know, the energy that 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 comes to you also put out a lot of energy for folks, and um, you know, you got the Charlie Daniels Patriot Award Dinner, which raised over what two hundred thousand dollars for USA U.S. military. Bets? Well, we're,
0: we're we're still counting and figuring out expenses, but somewhere in that neighborhood is what we're looking at. Yeah, I think we, we raised something like that.
1: Why? Why? I mean, i by no means questioning your patriotism, but what I mean, why all the energy? I mean, there's got. I mean, there's just
0: well. I'll am an, I'm. I'm. I'll be 83 to 20 next month, so I remember the Second World War. I'm from Wilmington, North Carolina, which is a seaport town. We had a oh. shipyard that built Liberty Ships, and it was a, a, a port city where war goods were loaded onto boats and taken out through the mouth of the Cape Fear River across the Atlantic Ocean to service our troops in Europe. A lot of those boats, I don't know how many, but there were several that were sunk just off our coast by... German submarines, sometimes so close, it was said you could see the fires of battle from our beaches. So from the time I was five years old, I was about ten years old, the Second World War was part of my life. But we always knew, and and, and that there was somebody between us and the enemy. Somebody was saying, to get to them, you got to come through me, and that ain't gonna happen. And that was on only two things protect America. I say it's on stage every night. The grace of Almighty God, the United States military. Now, anybody who puts their life on the line and stands between me and somebody and my family and somebody that wants to kill us, they're my hero. That's our United States military. Those are the guys and gals that do it. They stand between us and the people who want to kill us, just putting it in plain language. And when I hear some pompous politician popping off about something wrong with the military, it makes me, my hat size starts getting too small. <laughs> I don't brook no no junk like that with me. And I would I won't buy. Of course, i anything physical. I'm too old. I don't do that. Yeah, you'd still get, whack somebody. I will yeah, get I will get on your case right quick about yeah, you, know, you start degrading the military because without them there is no us. It's been proven and proven over the last two hundred some years. So that's why I do it. That's why I put energy into it. And we can never do enough for our veterans because they've done so much for us.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it, and that's well said. What do uh, you think, MV? Was that enough for you? To yeah, understand? <laughs> well, and I, we, follow, I, we follow Charlie Daniels on social oh media, and his, your messaging every day, everything yes. is very, it, it, it hits home hard, you know, and obviously, yeah, military is huge for us at uh, the NFR as well as the rodeo business, as well as just the country in general. So, no, that's, uh, that's, that's amazing stuff. And, you know, I remember you'd celebrated your 80th. You're just as old as uh, the PRCA. Cause when we were doing the 80th, really? Well, yeah, we were doing the 80th. You were also celebrating your 80th. um Well, I'm glad to
0: find something as old as I am. <laughs> I thought Willie Nelson was the only person <laughs> that's Oh great. man!
4: Good Lord Almighty! Well, this has been so much fun. oh no, this me. is awesome. You know, it, this is a country guy going
1: good. Man. We get to talk to Charlie Daniels on this podcast. Been, we win. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs>
4: Charlie, thank you so much for everything thank you and guys. Uh, thank you what you do for them soldiers. You know, we never let a day go by that we don't thank them and uh, you're one of us. Or we're Absolutely. one of you thank actually. I tell you. I'm right. I'm
0: honored to be one of you guys, man. I, I appreciate the big honor to be. And we'll see y'all out there. Yes. You
4: got her, buddy. All right.
0: Be by Las Vegas. Huh? All right.
4: Tell Roger and everybody hello and we'll see you guys thank out you, here. Man. Safe travels, God Charlie. Bless. Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: There are no words to assage the passing of Charlie Daniels. So we thank you for taking the time to listen to this tribute. The NFR will never be the same.
3: Gentlemen, he wrote it for us. He recorded it for us. He produced the video for us. And now he's here to sing it live for us. Say hello to Charlie Daniel. seconds in that sucker dump him flat on his foot now he's headed down the pinnacle to do it again cause he just got to make it cut to be one of the cowboys headed to the bottom to drive for the december gold where the light shines bright in the cleaners desert night and the people come to rock and roll where the best of the best get put to the test and the rest might as well stay You gotta prove that you're bad to the ball Gotta make it out to Vegas, Vegas! To the NFR Where eight seconds in the saddle Can make you a star Where the neon glitters and the party Don't ever end <laughs> Gotta make it out to Vegas Where the big boys roam With the rovers and the racers And the bulls and the browns And the ladies in the skin-tight wranglers And the cowboy hats <laughs> And you don't get no Well, the king kicks it off, singing. a few of some famous and excitement starts to fill in the air. And then somebody sings a national anthem, and somebody says a prayer. And the horses roar in with the sound like thunder, racing it around the ring. And with the laser lights flashing and the music starts crashing, it's the dangest thing you ever seen. And when the spotlight hits like thunder and lightning, And the pyro starts to explode. And then you know it's time to rock, cause they're loading stock. And it's time to get the show on the road. We gotta make it out the Vegas to the NFR. Wait seconds in the saddle to make you a star. Where the neon leaders and the party don't ever end. We gotta make it out the Vegas where the big boys romp. The ropers and the racers and the fools and the frowns, and the ladies in the skin-tight wranglers and the cowboy hats. and you don't get no better than Vegas, where the big boys from.